your toast. Episode 3. good feedback got some got some comments on the blog got some emails got some calls we had a total of 17 subscribers at one time and now we only have 14 so i don't really know what's going on with you guys why are you guys so volatile yeah what is (laughs) you can't be uh you can't can't find your commitment i don't know all right man okay let's get into uh some of the the emails we got here we got one we got one from one of the two asians and her name is Angela, and she says, uh, this is your resident first semester Asian girl writing, half Asian if we're going to be technical. And I'd just like to say that I resent the fact that you'd think that me and the new Asian girl would be at odds. <laughs> She's just kidding. She says she likes the show. She says that if, uh, if we ever need a uh, how to roll the perfect sushi segment, we can uh, get a little help from her, so that'll be good. Not because she's Asian or anything. No, no, she's only half Asian. Right. We were wrong. We're sorry, Angela. We apologize. Half <laughs> Asian from now on. That, I mean, guess that means you only have half the Asian... Vote. Vote? Or scholarship opportunities. I don't know. Scholarship opportunities, <laughs> for sure. I also got an email from my brother. He, uh, he wanted me to mention that he does not, in fact, use iTunes to get his podcasts. <laughs> he uses the program Juice, which I've actually tried myself, but I've kind of gotten used to iTunes, so I just kind of live with it. But he says that he mostly uses it because it has a lemon icon, and he thinks the lemon is pretty awesome. <laughs> now, Ben, you don't know my brother, but uh, he's insane. He, uh, he also thinks that we should interview a dinosaur like maybe a Brachiosaurus. I'm down with that. I could do a dinosaur interview. Yeah, seriously. Like, I don't know. I mentioned this on the blog. I don't know how to get in contact with I a Brachiosaurus. You, I bet you Teddy knows a Brachiosaurus. Teddy probably does know a Brachiosaurus. Or two, I don't know. Yeah, we'll definitely, we're going to be getting in contact with the Brachiosaurus. Soon. Within, <laughs> yeah, very, very soon. Deal. I, uh, I mentioned last show, I made a bold statement. Well, I made a couple bold statements last year, but my, one of my bold statements was that Mountain Dew is the best drink in the whole world. And I had actually a couple people agree with me, like, in person. They said they really liked it. But then I also, I got a couple emails here. I got one signed, The Pepper Fiend. He says, nothing can dethrone the king. Dr. Pepper owns Mountain Dew. Anytime, anyplace. Take back what you said now or or else. else. (laughs) And then also we got one from Brandon. He says, Dr. Pepper, it makes the world taste better. I don't think Mountain Dew can do that. That, I got to say, that is a really good argument. Mountain Dew cannot make the world taste better, but it is still a really, really good drink. The next email we got was from Marisa. Ooh, I almost messed that one up. Wait, wait. Before we read this email, let's uh, let's play the call. I got uh, I got this call from my my roommate last year. Uh, his name's Shane, and he called in just to 
say hey. And he, he corrected us on uh, – Pretty much just throw down the, the correct lingo. Yeah, he, he corrected, on, corrected us on our use of the word tenure. Uh, so here's the call. Hey, guys. This is Shane from Wenatchee. Just wanted to say love the show. I would have had milk coming out my nose if I drank milk while watching your show. Uh, don't know if this helps you with your Spanglish at all, but uh, tenure, even though it sounds like ten year, uh, has nothing to do with the number or uh, the amount of years. It's actually an old comes from Latin, and it's the holding or possessing of anything, or the period or term of holding something. And the movie Princess Bride, 1987. And you were thinking of Fred Savage from The Wonder Years, Craig. So, yeah. Uh, good stuff. Keep it up. And can't wait for the next one. Thanks, guys. So we're back. Uh, there's the correct use of tenure and Shane's, Shane's thoughts on the show. So thanks, Shane, for calling in. Yeah, man. Keep on keeping on. Uh, okay, so we got this email from Marisa that Ben was going to read. So... And since I had, I mentioned I hadn't seen um, The Princess Bride, she pretty much told me what's up with The Princess Bride. It goes like this. Hey, guys, just wanted to say that Princess Bride is a classic, though it's barely 20 years old. It's a tale about a beauty, truth, revenge, witchcraft, torture, death, and true love. Basically, it's the film that the entire group would be thrilled to watch on a movie night. Not only does it have Andre the Giant and the guy from Robin Hood, Men in Tights, it has an obnoxious Sicilian, a revolting albino, a princess with ridiculously long hair, a Spaniard who's obsessed with avenging his father by killing a six-fingered man, must see just for that, rodents of unusual size, and shrieking eels. Needless to say, it's a must-see, and if the, the variety of characters hasn't quite piqued your interest yet, there's a sword-fighting scene with some sweet moves. <laughs> sweet moves! <laughs> Axion Dulce, that, will, that you'll be dying to attempt from your own couch. Movie night, anyone? Oh man, good stuff. Good. I I still can't believe you haven't seen that movie. Like, that is seriously. Well, we would download it, but we'd be banned for life. Yeah, we would. <laughs> oh man, a couple of people have been banned for life from the internet. That's that's great. Including Travis Patrick. Tra Patrick, where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> Travis. God, never mind. I believe Travis, Brandon, <laughs> Richie, and Brett, or maybe just two of the four. Anyway, or one of the four. There's <laughs> apparently someone has been banned. We don't know what's going on, but we don't damn them. No so pass on that. I also mentioned on the blog um, for the last episode that after having edited two episodes, that after hearing my voice for so long, my my lisp is a lot more pronounced than I had ever realized. So uh, Marisa also said in the blog. So Lynette, who's um, a new student here, she's a speech pathology <laughs> major. Maybe she can help you. I. That I really do need to talk to her because the only thing that I know about speech therapy is I've heard that you can like put gravel in your mouth <laughs> and like learn to talk with gravel in your mouth and maybe, then maybe if we do a video podcast you can attempt this <laughs> yeah I seriously want to try this put put gravel in your mouth and then learn to talk like that and then take the gravel out and then magically you can talk really well magically <laughs> who told you this idea I don't know it seems like I've heard it though I'm sure I've heard it before. Uh, my dad emailed me. He told me that he thinks – oh, this is talking about Robert's soccer ball, that we got to say Robert's back, and Robert is not happy about the <laughs> soccer ball situation. He is he is severely upset, like, man. Kind of, kind of passively, aggressively upset. I almost feel bad 
but at the same time, I don't at all. I don't. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and you're the one who has the ball now. Yeah. My dad, uh, he he suggested that we replace the soccer ball with the video iPod, like Michael. What's his last name? W. Smith. Close. Steve Carell's character on The Office, Michael Creighton. No. He's an author. Really? Michael. Do they ever say his last name? I don't think they say his last name. Okay, there's Dwight Schrute, which I just wanted to say that name just because it's fun to say. And he so does funny stuff. <laughs> he's great. So Michael. My dad also mentioned that he, uh, he enjoyed the show just because it's kind of like having me at home, only he actually gets to hear me talk more. Not that I don't talk a lot when I'm around people, because like, I talk quite a bit. But when I'm at home, I don't really interact with people in general. I kind of just sit in my room and you know, play the drums, play some games, read some books. Sleep. Sleep. <laughs> I do whatever. And he also mentioned that uh, now that we're living in Montana, it's almost worth it because now I can go to that Walmart in Walla Walla and buy those tubs of gummy bears and get tax exemption. So 94 cents, six cents in change. So not only do I get the gummy bears, I also get change. Can we tell the story about the gummy bears and Jonathan? Yeah, definitely tell us that. Okay. I'm sorry, I forgot. I left this out last time we were talking about gummy bears. Um, just so happened that you probably don't want to try the gummy bears in Spain because one of the guys here in the Internado de Chicos <laughs> um, picked up a pack from the local Califu, which is kind of like a Walmart store. And, you know, he's munching on some. I think he's probably sitting in bed uh, reading a magazine, chowing on some gummy bears. Noticed that after he ate a couple, the bag smelled kind of funny. Looks in the bag, dead baby mouse. Oh, that is disgusting. Makes you want to throw up. <laughs> I cannot believe someone w they would package a dead mouse with the gummy uh, bears. I'm sure they didn't mean to. No, I bet they did it consciously. They knew that some American somebody kid was going to buy them. <laughs> yeah, well, somebody was just like, oh, I hate this job. I'm bringing my pet mouse to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, I also <laughs> wanted to mention... Oh, that's just so, I can't. That's so gross. I can't. I can't even imagine seeing a dead mouse <laughs> or eating like, gummy bears. After you've eaten a couple, uh, like I could never eat gummy bears again. Because more than likely, when it fell in there, it wasn't dead. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> the, like the guy threw oh, it man. in there oh, alive. Man. No, I'm sure it was just walking around. You know, fell oh, in. Oh, that's true. That's true. This is a gummy like, bear factory. Hmm, what are these treats down here? <laughs> gummy bears. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, I wanted to mention that uh, Jawbone Radio is one of my favorite podcasts. I posted this on the blog as well. This is really cool. Um, Jawbone Radio is a podcast based in Cleveland, and they kind of just talk about whatever. And one of the recent episodes, the, the host, Len, had been talking about uh, some crazy dreams he had. And I think dreams are pretty – like the idea of dreaming is really crazy that <laughs> you can't control what you think, only – I don't even know. But anyway, I, uh, I sent him an email, and I sent him, uh, I sent him a link to, to some of the dreams I'd written down on one of my other blogs. And he, uh, he read them, and he, he said he liked them, so he had me a uh, – yes? Can we have people email us their dreams? Definitely email us your dreams. Yeah, we'll definitely – That could be cool. That, definitely. That's great. If you've got good dreams, email us, and we'll remind you again at the end of the show and on the blog. Make sure you check the blog, puretoast.blogspot.com. Yeah, just in case you just forgot what he just said. Yeah. <laughs> Puretoast.blogspot.com. 
anyway, he uh, Len liked the dreams, and he he emailed me back and was like, "Oh, these are great. Do you think you could record them for me, and I'll put them on the show?" And I was like, "Oh man, that's great." And I guess actually, you you heard in the last episode, you heard me trying to read. You know, I opened, I went to the narrow corridor, and or right. whatever I was trying to say. So anyway, uh, he played my call. I actually called in before I emailed him. He played my call in the last episode, and then he said he didn't have time to actually. He was going to put in some sound effects or some music with my with my dreams. So he hasn't had time to edit them yet, but uh, I wanted to play their promo here. How are you doing tonight? What is Jawbone? Welcome to Jawbone. Uh, this is going to be kind of a laid-back show. Sometimes you just open up the mic, you don't really know what to say. I got a couple of things I can throw your way. I always prepare. I try to be prepared. The BBC calls Jawbone the podcast Jerry Seinfeld would have made had he settled down in Cleveland with five children. I smell like kielbasa. Or like a ham sandwich. Hey, what's up with the foreigners? Witty. Funny. Hilarious. Says the guy reading this promo. Down with Adam Chicken Curry. Is it a Sasquatch or is it more of a skunk ape? Can I dial 911? I meant to dial 911. Hang on, let me hang up. It's like eavesdropping on your neighbor, says Lynn and Nora's neighbor. Because we weren't talking about racy topics. Oh, yes, like right. Like all married people do. I just can't even talk to a married person who isn't talking about something racy. From the streets of Cleveland comes Jawbone Radio with Lynn and Nora. <laughs> Listen in at jawboneradio.com and find out what is Jawbone anyway. Yeah, it's kicking. It's rocking. It's, uh, you know, stick it in your ear and listen to it. All right, so that's Jawbone Radio. You guys should definitely check it out when you've got time. That's jawboneradio.com. Good stuff. Uh, ben, so we were talking about bad decisions last year, and you said you had one last in show, Last show. Did I say last year? <laughs> it could have been last year. It's I think like, you said last year, too, last time you referred to the show. Dang it. I need to <laughs> see. This is why I would be terrible at public radio. Anyway, yeah, we were talking about bad bad decisions. And uh, I was, I was talking about how I may or may not get my eyebrow pierced, and that was on. We recorded on Tuesday night, and yeah, Wednesday was the bad decision pending day. <laughs> pending. But um, yeah, I went through with it and I got it, and so far it hasn't been a bad decision. Um, I was I was wondering like, was it weird to go to a piercing shop in Spain? Like, cause not uh, you speak pretty good Spanish. Decent, I, yeah, decent. But I mean, like, what is that like? It was really weird because, um, well, first of all, I I've been into tattoos and piercing shops before, but never for myself. Right, right, right. So that was the first weird experience to look around and your your heart kind of started beating a little <laughs> bit more, and you're like, oh crap, I'm gonna get a pierce. Anyway, um, but it was really weird when I when I didn't know like what the you know I had to fill out one of, like one of those legal forms, right. And, and they had a couple things on there where I had no idea what it was asking me for, and it was asking me for, like, my signature. <laughs> oh, right, right, okay. So I felt kind of dumb when I had to ask the lady what that was for. But then she also, you know, they, they had to give you the medical, you know, directions and stuff like that. So that was kind of crazy to get receive in the old Espanol. So, but, yeah, it was kind of weird. And But the lady was really nice, really cool with me, and talked slower so I could understand everything. Excellent. What, uh... What gauge is it? I have no idea. Okay, because I don't know anything about piercings. I, just I don't think you gauge your eyebrow. You don't though. gauge those, because no, you don't gauge your eyebrow. <laughs> I I just like the word gauge. Like, oh yeah, I got a twelve twelve gauge. Because I mean, that could ear. <laughs> that could mean a shotgun, or like a meter, like something to measure something. So like, like when your friend like, calls you up and he's like, "Guess what? <laughs> I got a twelve gauge in my ear." And you're like, "Could throw Whoa! you, could throw you off." <laughs> 
Man, you got shot in the ear. Oh, that's so. Uh, so you don't know the gauge. I don't. I don't think. Would I honestly call don't it, think there is a gauge. Would you call it an ocho gauge? I have no idea how to gauge the gauge. I would call it an ocho gauge, but looking at it, just because the ocho sounds cool. Yeah. Oh, that's an ocho. That's definitely an ocho. <laughs> um, uh, was it? Was it painful? Eh, it wasn't that painful actually. It, it's uh, I mean, when they first when it, I didn't see the needle when it went in either. Yeah. I didn't see any of that because it's kind of off to the side. But um, did you close your eyes or did you kind of like try to see it? I kept them open. I think I may have. What do you call that? Squinted once? Or like... Grimaced? I might have grimaced once when I felt the puncture thing, right, right. thing going on, but but no, it, it it didn't hurt that bad, and it's a little tender. I don't know. People said it was kind of red today. Is it it looks a little swollen. It may be. Like, just slightly, though. Not much. Yeah. But looks good. I've been cleaning it and stuff. Nice. Wasn't nice. Too, wasn't too pricey. It cost 30 euro for the piercing and the... And the actual thing. And the actual, like, ring. Is it a ring? Is it's it a not stud? A ring. I don't know. What a Is it one of those ones, like, because I can see it's coming out of the top of your eyebrow and the bottom of your eyebrow. Yeah. But it's not a complete ring. What no. do they call those? I don't know. Well, whatever it is, whatever it is. It's crescent? Because well, it does have kind of a bend in it. The yeah. actual bar has a bend in it. And two balls on the end, and it's chrome. And I didn't get to choose which one I put in my ear this time around, <laughs> or my eyebrow. Right. I didn't get to choose which one to put in because I, I think that's just the one they have to put in at the beginning. But then in a week, I can go back and get one that I want. So it's so for now, it's an H Ocho gauge. Ocho gauge. Ocho crescent. gauge. Chrome crescent eyebrow piercing. Definitely. We should get a picture of that up on the blog just so people can um, see. Maybe somebody that's a professional. Like Lakin called in last show, and she has like numerous piercings, I believe. It uh, seems well. It, maybe I know only she has like a lip ring. yeah. Maybe she only has like two, but that's two more than I have. So that's definitely numerous. Maybe she can help us out. Tell if it's if it's a crescent or if it's a ring or a yeah. I should stud. I should know this stuff. Yeah. Help me out, well, listeners. Was, yeah, <laughs> I mean you had to. You know, she may have told you, but it was in Spanish. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that is true. I also I was wondering one more thing. Are are you upset that it's not on the part of your eyebrow that's <laughs> by your nose? I'm actually very happy with the location. Okay. I'm glad it's not near my nose at all. I just think the idea of piercing your eyebrow by your nose is funny. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose so, yeah. Um, on the last two shows, we've played two songs from an artist. His name is Jonathan Colton, and I haven't actually mentioned his name on the show. I've Does he know we're playing his songs? I, I think I sent him an email. I'm not sure. I'm going If I haven't, I'm going to. But he... His, okay. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to play a song by Jonathan Colton. This song is called The Future Soon. Last week I left a note on Laura's desk. It said, I love you, signed anonymous friend. Turns out she's smarter than I thought she was. She knows I wrote it, now the whole class does too And I'm all alone during couples skate When she skates by with some guy on her arm But I know that I'll forget the look of pity in her face When I'm 
dome on a platform in space Cause it's gonna be the future soon I won't always be this way When the things that make me weak and strange get engineered away It's gonna be the future soon Never seen it quite so clear When my heart is breaking I can close my eyes It's already here I'll probably be some kind of scientist Building inventions in my space lab in space I'll end world hunger, I'll make dolphins speak Work through the daytime, spend my nights and weekends Perfecting my warrior robot race Building them one laser gun at a time I will do my best about life and what it's worth I just hope that I can keep them from destroying the earth Cause it's gonna be the future soon I won't always be this way When the things that make me weak and strange get engineered away It's gonna be the future soon I've never seen it quite so clear When my heart is breaking I can close my eyes It's already Standing by the monorail She'll look the same except for bionic eyes She lost the real ones in the robot wars I'll say I'm sorry, she'll say It's not your fault, or is it? She'll eye me suspiciously Anyway, no, Jonathan Colton is a self-produced artist who lives in New York, I believe it says on his website, and he's kind of well-known in the world of podcasting as being what they call a pod-safe artist, which means that he produces his own music and then he encourages podcasters to play his music on their shows so that people will go to his website, that's jonathancolton.com. J-O-N-A-T-H-N I have an uncle named Jonathan and I still can never spell the word Jonathan named Jonathan. It just seems like that should be C-O-U-L-T-O-N Yeah, <laughs> Colton I guess is also going to be hard to spell So that's JonathanColton.com It's on the blog He's, he cool. He's a cool podcast he, guy Yeah, he encourages people to play his music so that their listeners will go to his website and purchase his music There are some that you can download for free but since he doesn't actually sell records or something like that 
he would prefer that you actually buy the music, which he's, I have actually. He's probably not like signed to a label or anything like that. No, I do not believe. I believe he is completely not completely independent. I've I've actually I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Not even no, it's not really going on a limb. I'm going to say I have purchased his music because I love it so. He's amazing. Actually, I'm gonna play this clip from a podcast called The Sound of Young America that I like. Where, in case you don't know Jonathan Colton, this right here this sums him up perfectly. My next guest uh, bucks the trend of comedy uh, music acts by being both a good music act and actually funny. Please welcome to the stage Mr. Jonathan Colton. So there's, there's Jonathan Colton. He's a funny artist, but also plays good music. Like, that's incredible. So check him out. And we'll probably keep playing him on the show because we can, and his music's great. Oh, someone's at the door. Anyway, okay, Ben, you told me recently something that one of our teachers told you in class. You gotta, you gotta share this with the listeners. It is hilarious. <laughs> well, it's actually kind of a, I would call it a lost in translation moment. Wouldn't right, you? that's a great. Maybe, great maybe term. even on the extreme side, but uh, I don't know. We were in um, our comp composition class yeah, she with my, composition. one of my favorite teachers, Chelo Castro. And uh, she's she's a great lady. She's probably one of the funniest people I've ever met, and I don't even understand half of what she says. But very fun to be in class with, good teacher. And um, we, we were talking about um, – we were just doing an exercise where we needed to associate world leaders, like the picture of the world leader with the text below it. And, you know, we were just going on and on, and then we kind of we kind of digressed a little bit. And next thing you know, we're – talking about Martin Luther King <laughs> and Chelo just kind of blurts out and I'm going to try to do this with the best accent I can Chelo blurts out yeah Martin Luther King like Burger King <laughs> like Burger King <laughs> <laughs> it was probably I mean it was definitely the quote of the week that is that is it may, it's going on quote of like the month I'm right gonna, now I'm going to make a bold statement right now there will not be a quote for the rest of the year that will beat that. That is going to be the quote of the year. But I hope so. I no, hope there's some contenders. That, well, I do too because I like really funny things like that. But yeah, that was a, that was an King. amazing statement. Like Burger King. <laughs> and what's what's you got to realize is that when she speaks English, which in our class and probably in your class too, she doesn't actually speak it very often. No. But no. she she spent a couple years in England, I believe, and that's how she speaks English. So she speaks English with a British accent, kind of. Kind of British, kind of like, Spanish. Yeah, it's it's oh, it's really funny. It's a pretty good combination, actually. It is. I wish I could talk like that. <laughs> um, so yeah, quote of quote of the month year. Got any contenders for us? Feel free to send them in. Yeah, if you've got anything, as long good. as they're genuine, don't make them up. Um. Anyway, <laughs> I wanted to mention our phone number. Five zero nine two nine three four nine eight three. That is the Pure Toast listener comment line. We've gotten some good calls. I'm really excited with the with the line. Are, we, I, are we gonna go to the acronyms or whatever? Yeah, is that's that what, what that's what we're talking about. I don't know what you want to call them, but okay. You know how, for example, when I was younger, I remember my dad would listen to ESPN Radio, which I believe at the time, no, no, it was right after it changed from sports talk radio to ESPN Radio. Like ESPN Radio bought out this. Look, I don't know. Anyway, the phone number was like some area code and then ESPN. say ESPN. Yeah. And see, we – I bought the number for our phone line before I looked at the letters. But I actually 
was a little upset because I wanted to make a cool word and then I didn't think of it. But now, actually, I'm kind of glad I bought the number that I did because now our choices are 293-GWUD, G-W-E-U-D, G-W-D, G-W-U-D. G-W-U, I can't even talk. Which you can kind of say like 293-GWUD. Yeah, like that, that says call me. Like, if I heard somebody say, oh, yeah, my number's 293-GWUD, I would be like, if, even if I didn't know that person, I would call them just to type GWUD. 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 And there's also 293-I-Z-U-F. And this could either be Izuf, like... Izuf. Or Izuf, which are both pretty... I, I like both of those, but th- I don't think they're quite as rad as GWUD. And then the last one the that only, I thought The of, only thing cool about 293-Izuf is that it's 293-Fuzzy backwards. Oh, it is 293 Fousey backwards. Or if you rearrange the letters just right, you get Zuif. But that would get too confusing. Fousey. Izuf. Izuf. Is what it actually is. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and there's also there's 293 Hive. Now, Robert pointed out that if, if you hear the word Hive, you think H-I-V-E. No, no. This is H-Y-V-E. Hive with a Y. I think this one's pretty good. It kind of gives you the feeling that we're all part of one friendly community. <laughs> A hive, if you will. <laughs> but don't. Ooh. Also, we might inadvertently attract a lot of those fans from that Swedish rock band, The Hives. I gotta, I gotta admit, I don't know what they sound like, and I've never heard them. Nor do I. I just know the name. Um, but hey, you know, more listeners equals more awesomeness. Um, and more subscribers means even more awesomeness. Yeah. Subscribe if you're listening to this. We need to make an, a math equation about this awesomeness. Because or we've like got a, a lot. sentence equation. You know how they do the sentence breakup stuff? Yeah. That could be cool. I just put one of those things on my MySpace. I'm down. Story about who? <coughs> Excuse me. Anyway, I think my vote's for 293 Hive with a Y. You like Hive? I, I just like 293 well, Hive. Well, but with here's a y. the problem with Hive, though. At the same time, people might get confused <laughs> and they might be trying to call the. I've got hives and need serious help hotline, and we're, we're not a hives hotline. That, that's true. If someone called me with questions about hives, all that there would be that I could do is recommend that they see a doctor. Or record their phone call and put it on the podcast. I, could, I, I would definitely do that, like, <laughs> right away. I could also get a little WebMD, just pretend that I was a doctor. Yeah, like on uh, that show that we watch. 30 Rock. 30 Rock. Yeah, they had that really terrible doctor. Yeah. It's oh. like a doctor for everything <laughs> weird. <laughs> everything except, like, good stuff. <laughs> yeah, things you would need. Um, speaking of the phone number, we had one more call. Uh, it, this call wasn't really for the show. Here, let me just, let me just play it. Craig Saxby, I'm not calling for the toast show. I'm calling for you. Okay, so she doesn't call for the toast show, which, by the way, Christian, it's Pure Toast Podcast, not the toast show. <laughs> Get it right or pay the price. Ooh. <laughs> so she calls and says she's not calling for the toast show. And then she says... <laughs> that sounds like kind of something like an old person would say, you know? Get it right or pay the price. No, the toast the show. The toast show. Okay, so then <laughs> she says... Um, anyway, you should probably do a shout-out to Kristen on the next one, because you said hi to your mom on the other one, and not me, so... Yeah, well, you know what? If you're not going to be calling for the Toast Show, no shout-outs. Sucka. <laughs> oh. So, okay. I, feel free to call in again, but call for the Toast Show, or you'll just get played on the show, and 
ridiculed, and now I'm in serious trouble for ridiculing you. I'm terrified of her. Serious stuff. <laughs> um. Okay, so our last topic here. I just, like, right before we came in to record, I walk into the room, and like I said, Robert's back. I walk into the room, <laughs> and there's this giant wooden table thing, which you'll see on the blog, and also the, it'll be the album artwork. I, I don't even know what it is. What do you think? It looks like one of these things that they, um, it looks like an old school, like, wheel that they would tie, um, you, like a electrical sp- a s- power lines around. Yeah, like a spool. It's like, it's like a sewing spool times a thousand. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, you could maybe, like, eat off of it. It could be a picnic table. Excuse it, me. It, it actually does make kind of an interesting coffee table. Yeah, I, well, yeah, actually, now that I look at it, I do kind of like it. However... We, uh, we're just wondering, what do you guys think we should do? Ben had a great idea. What, what were you saying to Ben? Well, the thing is, it's, made out of, it's all made out of wood and like rusty old bolts and stuff are holding it together. And I think it would be a great idea to chuck it off the roof and see what happens. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I already did that with an iPod, and that was pretty sweet. But this thing is about a thousand times bigger than an iPod. And if it makes it through it, then it's definitely worthy of the t- coffee table title. However... Yeah. <laughs> it could be way more interesting. Yeah. Flying, breaking. So definitely, tell us what you guys think. What do you, what do you guys think we should do with this thing? We could name it. We could draw a face on it and give it a name. It could can be we our... call it Teddy McGonagoo? Yeah, it could be our pet. All right. Well, hey, <laughs> I guess that's all we got for now. We uh, we're out of here. I would just like to thank the uh, listeners one more time before we sign off. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, we've been we've been putting our little bulletins on MySpace or whatever, and 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 on the blog and stuff like that. But just thank you for listening. More subscribers necessary. So if you can do that, great. Yeah. Oh, you know what I forgot? I forgot to wear the necktie. Like I've heard that wearing a necktie is more professional. And I'm trying to be more professional, but I keep forgetting to wear the necktie. We look better than last time. We do. We're a little bit... But, okay, if you go to the blog, you'll see we have a promotional photo up. And I am wearing the necktie in that picture, though it's hard to see. I, I don't think we mentioned the, the mail. What mail? Our pure toast at Gmail. Oh, we haven't. What, what's our email address, Ben? How can they contact us? Well, that's puretoast g- at gmail.com. Definitely. And... uh. If you just can't get to a phone or, or don't want to comment the blog or whatever, send us an email at puretoast.gmail.com. Thank yeah. You. So, so I am wearing the necktie in that picture, but you can't see it. And I want people to know that I own two neckties. And well, both of them are pink. Both, both of them are pink, and one of them actually isn't even mine. I stole it from a girl I went to high school with. Well, she doesn't need it. She's a girl. But it is kind of femme because it's pink and really kind of narrow. Like it looks, but my, one of my teachers—that's cool. That's the style now. I think I, you'd be right. One of my teachers was wearing a pink necktie today, though. Oh yeah, Jose. I gotta tell everybody this. <laughs> he was wearing a necktie, like a button-down shirt, blue jeans, and then like a hood zip, and he looked like I didn't bother me. He can get away with that. That's amazing. I wish I could be that fashionable. All right, puretoast.blogspot.com or email us puretoast@gmail.com or call us. 509-293-GUD or 509-293-HIVE with a Y or 509-293-4983 Isaac Out
and transmission.